Welcome to this modern education podcast that explores learning from the everyday exchange of thoughts and ideas to the theories and practices behind entire systems. Think education is cool? So do we. So we pair two conversations, learn about our guests, then learn from our guests. Share your takeaways and come back for more. You're listening to Think, Pair, Share with me, Audrey Scott. Do you hear what I hear? Oh, by golly, it's that time of year again when the treetops glisten, children listen, and with a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. As we wait in joyful hope, it's time for HodgePod 23, our year-end gift to you, highlighting a few memorable moments from this year's Think, Pair, Share conversations as we talked all things modern education with some of the best minds and hearts in the field. As it turns out, trees weren't the only things getting trimmed this year. This podcast season may have been short, but it was mighty. My guests brought us lots to consider on a calm, silent night, as well as, each in their own way, comfort and joy, inviting us to remember that this is a wonderful life. As always, a big thank you to our listeners, the team at the Institute for Educational Initiatives and the Alliance for Catholic Education, and of course, to our guests, Father Nate Wills, Katie Macaluso, Alec Torrigan, and Taylor Kelly. We'll hear from them, in that order, as they share their hopeful looks forward in this mission. Then I absolutely invite you to go and enjoy each of their full episodes. I believe listening to these wonderful people will have us all dashing through the snow, ready to embark on the new year. May yours be merry and bright. Off we go. First up is Father Nate Wills, Director of the Alliance for Catholic Education's Blended Learning Initiatives and faculty in the Mary Ann Remick Leadership Program, as well as chaplain of the Notre Dame football team. I am a hopeful person. Our hope resides in Christ Jesus and in our faith. Um, and I'm a Holy Cross priest. And the, the motto of the Congregation of Holy Cross is, Hail the Cross, our only hope. So it's beautiful to think about hope as a, a virtue and something that's just maybe more needed than ever. Um, and we talk to our Remic leaders, we tell them, you know, you're disciples with hope to bring in, into the world. And it's, it's just really important amidst all of the frustrations and darkness of our world. We need people uh, who are beacons of hope and have their hope grounded in Christ and his promise and, and in the victory of the cross um, over sin and death. And I think I, I have a ton of hope. Uh, because I get to to work with young people, I get to work with um, our hope-filled Remic leaders, I get to work with teachers in, in Catholic schools. Um, I live with uh, 277 young men in Keogh Hall um, who are hilarious and hope-filled. I mean, all of that gives me hope for the future. A, a packed chapel on you know Sunday night in my dorm at 9 p.m. Um, I look around and I think about um, the ways in which people talk about the decline of the church and, you know, all those are, are real problems, significant issues, but I see the hope of people here at Notre Dame and I see the, the people who just come uh, to our doors um, every year starving for, um, to have, you know, that fire within them lit. And, uh, and I think it's, it's just a privilege to be able to do that and to witness the hope that they bring then into our nation and world. And I, I have a ton of hope. 
um, and I have, uh, and it isn't Pollyannish and it isn't um, ungrounded. It's it's rooted in um, in our faith and it's rooted in the people who live it out because they're amazing and extraordinary, and I'm I'm blessed to get to see it within them. Next, we hear from Dr. Katie Macaluso, the academic director for the ACE Teaching Fellows. You talked about a mission of hope. Are you hopeful? I am deeply hopeful, Audrey. And <laughs> I say that knowing that right now, even as we're speaking, our pastoral team is in a room placing the 30th cohort of ACE Teaching oh, Fellows. And exciting. that means that there are 90 plus people who are going to be admitted into this program and sent throughout the United States to continue to serve in Catholic schools. And I think that my role as ACE Advocates Director in combination now with this academic directorship probably fills me with hope all the more because I have had the privilege of seeing the footprints of ACE teaching fellows beyond their point of graduation in our program. And I know that they go on to remain in Catholic schools and continue to serve or for those that don't remain in Catholic schools, they continue to serve Catholic schools in this mission in their own way, shape, and form. And as just one sort of snapshot of hope mm -hmm. for people listening, mm -hmm. I just want everyone to imagine St. Mary Carmel, a Catholic school on the west side of Dallas that is currently led by Caitlin Aguilar, who was placed in the ACE Teaching Fellows Program, I believe, in 2009. And... I don't think ever entered into that program thinking that she would become the principal of St. Mary Carmel one day. But nonetheless, she stayed at that school after ACE and continued to serve as a kindergarten teacher until I think in 2014, she became principal and then enrolled in ACE's REMIC leadership program, right? Our Catholic principal formation program. And now she serves at that school as principal alongside a first year ACE teacher and a number of ACE graduates who themselves have elected to remain at that school. So we have a multi-generational presence at a school that is serving students to become witnesses, scholars, and servant leaders. And so let that be sort of the snapshot of the future of Catholic schools. And I think if we have more Caitlin Aguilar's, we're going to be in great hands in Catholic education looking forward. See where ACE takes you. That's right. <laughs> a world full of hope for sure. Absolutely. Now here's Alec Torrigan, National Coordinator for ACE's Pursuing Achievement Through Higher Education Initiative, or PATH. I always kind of finish up with, are you hopeful about the work? Are you hopeful about how things are going? I'd love to just get your perspective on that. Yeah, deeply hopeful. Uh, it's one of my favorite questions too, so I, I love that you ask that every time. Yeah, if I could, I, I mean, happy to share two thoughts on that, and you can yeah. take them or leave them. I think one is an abstract, but um, so much of our work in PATH is about mentorship in, in another word. And I've been reflecting a lot on one of my dearest mentors from my time in undergrad. And um, he, uh, his name is Brother Dietrich and he passed away while I was in undergrad. But one of his parting messages uh, was this deeply, deeply um, invicted sense that the best is yet to come. Uh, and we say that a lot in ACE now, which is, which is humbling and neat. That, uh, that there's that connection for me personally in life. But I, I just, I believe that so deeply. The team, the PATH team is probably sick of hearing me say that too, but it's just so exciting to see the good work that's already happening and and to dream of the the magnification of that work to to use a reference I made before. Um, so that's my, my first thought is I, I just, 
I, I find just the future to be inherently hopeful. Um, thanks in large part to the formation of good folks like Brother Dietrich uh, and other great monks at uh, at St. John's and St. Ben's. And I think the second thing would be, this is maybe uh, recency bias, uh, but so much of this work, all of this work is about the kids, right? But also our work on the ACE team in the office doesn't always get to interface with kids. And so sometimes I get to draw inspiration from, from my babies who are starting to grow up from when I was teaching. And I was blessed just a few days ago on Mother's Day to be back in Chicago for uh, for a couple of my kiddos' high school graduation. I taught them in sixth and seventh grade. And um, my kids in Alabama are now graduating college and getting master's and it's pretty wild too. But to be at this at this graduation um, and to watch just the deep joy and pride and to to see a physical manifestation of some of the, the village who have walked with, this is an all boys school, so, so uh, our boys in this case, it's, you can't not be hopeful, if that makes sense. And uh, one of them in particular is just, I've gotten to know his family very, very well. And and some really challenging things happened while I was teaching him and the way that they have bonded together even further and overcome and lifted each other up um, and honestly lifted me up at times. It's just, uh, it's being able to call yourself teacher, I think is one of the most humbling and literally awesome responsibilities and uh, and titles that you can have and and it's hopeful to uh, to think about a world where Tim and Jaden and their classmates are going to be the politicians I'm voting for and the teachers who are you know busting their tail to make a more engaging lesson and the uh, and the nurses who are caring for people in times of of great need and um, it's just uh, it's just deeply hopeful. There's no better word than the the word in your question. So as you said, best is yet to come. And last, but certainly not least, is Taylor Kelly, Associate Director of the Institute for Educational Initiatives. As you may know, we'd like to see if you're hopeful for the uh, for the work that you're doing. I don't know, it just became a tradition a bit. I think it's because we work with so many hopeful people. <laughs> Are you hopeful, Taylor? I am. Yeah, it's it's definitely a resounding yes for me. There's so many reasons to to have hope, whether that's the people that we work with, the students that we serve, the mission that like underlies all of that. I think often of, um, especially in the work related to kind of spiritually nourishing our graduates and now hopefully getting to do that on a broader scale with our programs and within our institute community, I think often to moments in the Dillon Hall Chapel during a summer um, and just getting to see that space so full of people who are just alive with their faith, with this mission, with the community, with one another knowing that now all those people and and many more that weren't in that room on that particular night, right, are all across the country doing amazing things to make sure that students know that they're loved, to help them flourish. And it just gives, it gives me a lot of hope to know that they're out there and that we're doing our small part to support them in that important work of making God known, loved, and served, as we like to say around here. We hope you enjoyed those takes on hope. And now I thoroughly encourage you to go and listen to each one of these wonderful people's full episodes. Thank you again for listening and for all your support of this Think Pair Share podcast. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, and we look forward to talking with you in the new year.